so glad. Can't believe you finished it for me. Well, yeah, because I just binged it. I just yeah. binged right through it. Have you seen that? Because well, you go on TikTok. Have you seen the TikTok? Um, I'm Baskin. Carol Baskin. <laughs> killed her husband. husband whacked him. <laughs> Can't convince me. It didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so they funny. say something about like feeding him to a tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but, mean, uh, he, mean the great fucking slap jam here kitty kitty oh yeah <laughs> do you not remember that song i right? do here, kitty kitty <laughs> i forget the the melody for it's that not one. as good as i saw tiger yeah. obviously i saw tiger Kill all the hunters to put down <laughs> their guns he's got a good voice <laughs> well and does well, he uh yeah we'll talk because we'll that brings it. us to our first fun facts well, we have we, we haven't even said anything <laughs> we <laughs> are, <laughs> you're, you're, we're starting know. this in the middle i didn't hey. know we were recording until now so Hi, everybody Welcome Hi. to Welcome. Uncle Podcast. We're we, let's just dive right in. We got a we got a juicy yes. one to talk, talk about today. We do, but who are we, Brent? Well, first, I'm your Carol Baskins B. Brent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hmm. I'm your big cat rescue B. Bobby. <laughs> that was Carol I'm Baskin. Your, uh, I'm your Jeff Loge. I knew you were going to do Jeff Lowe. He's the only Jay. He's the no, only Jay. Joe Exotic. Oh, Joe Exotic. I forgot that his name was Joe. Uh, there's also John Finley. Yeah, John uh, Finley. Jays. There's a lot of Jays in there. Juicy Jays in yeah. there. I wish I was. Oh, you didn't do Bhagavan B. Bhagavan oh, B. Bhagavan. You mean Doc? Yeah. Bhagavan Lord. Doc. It means high lord. John Finley. You know, fun <sighs> fact about John Finley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually has teeth now. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah. I heard all. Yeah, I saw. I didn't Being see also, the pictures, but I saw the memes also, about his new teeth. He found shirt so that was he found a too. shirt and he tattooed over his uh joe's property no, that tattoo. Really, that, poorly that, yeah that yeah. Had, i know there was still a little bit sticking out but, <laughs> so like, i just make it a little bigger i know in case you don't know what we're talking about we're talking about the netflix docuseries tiger king tiger king which i mean yeah. i feel like at this point if you haven't seen it you're probably not going to see it so if you haven't seen it you're living under it. a rock you're li- i was gonna say you're living you're really living under a rock yeah. it's it's been I mean, it's been it's been i think it was a perfect <laughs> storm of we're all on everyone's on <laughs> yeah. lockdown and also it's like it is really like engaging yeah, yeah like do you think that it would have gotten the popularity that it did if it wasn't the i honestly pandemic? don't think it would have been quite as crazy because i yeah. mean it is wild and messy and just the kind of mess we need right now to make ourselves feel better right. about the situations Seriously, we all find exactly ourselves in need. at the moment it makes you feel like your life is not a crazy saga in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's not the saga I, six about dude, Carol Baskins. Out in the middle, as as John Kirkham says, <laughs> yeah. out in the middle of bum fu- out in the middle of bum fuck Oklahoma. That's yeah. a great <laughs> impression. And I said my that was my Joe, that was my retirement. <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow, that's such a good impression. Yeah. I can is, see the cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Yeah. Okay. Links? Well oh, links. <laughs> sorry a lynx yeah. oh my god big cat's lynx yeah dude all right so i guess we'll just get into what episode will so i will give a quick summary of each episode first just like kind of a quick summary of the yeah. show in general because i feel like they the episodes kind of bleed together for the most part there's a couple mm. sort yeah, of episodes that are like really individualized yeah. but for the most part what uh tiger king does is it follows sort of like this weird underground world of private <laughs> zoos slash private ownership of big cats so your tigers, your lions, your, your bears, panthers, oh your lynx. <laughs> yeah, your lynx, your, your bobcats. Your ligers. Your li- there's a couple like ligers it, in there. It opens with that. There are a couple that, ligers. There are. That big guy. What's his name? Don something. The dude who was the, the informant. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the guy with the like weird hair dude. The guy who looks like the yeah. fucking owner of the Oakland Raiders. Yes. <laughs> yes. With the yeah, weird yeah, ass yeah. haircut, Mark Sanchez well not Mark Sanchez, Mark Davis. What's the guy's name from the show? Anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, but he I like how it opens where he's like he's like people who own exotic pets are weird. Like, you know, yeah. he's like he's like the ape people and the monkey people are <laughs> a different breed, but the 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 big cat people the tiger people are a bunch of lion backstabbing <laughs> yeah. treacherous it's, like it's crazy man jerks. yeah and the funny thing is like from what i've heard from other people who've discussed this show because obviously everyone's talking about it a lot of people who are from, like are from those areas are like oh yeah like if you're from the south you know a dude who has a tiger <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Like, everyone knows at least one dude who has a tiger it's that's like so that's just something that's just a personality trait down it's, there it's just Seriously. a weird weird world yeah so the, the docuseries sort of follows these sort of people who have these weird sort of semi-legal maybe not so legal private zoos of these big cats and stuff and sort of the weird rivalries and stuff that happens between them and in particular follows this dude known as joe exotic or joe shree vogel Mondana, Maldonado, Joseph Maldonado Passage, Joseph Exotic Shrivogel <laughs> Maldonado Passage. Yes, so he, running for president. Yes, we well, did run for he president. Was. Oh shit! Yeah. Didn't get too far, but <laughs> yeah. So he it kind of particularly follows this guy who has a zoo um, known as the uh, Greater Winwood Exotic Animal Park or GW Exotic Animal Park in. Uh, Oklahoma, I believe. Yes, yeah. it's Oklahoma. I, I forget. Uh, I'm assuming Winwood. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, yeah. So, and it kind of follows just this, this. He's a super weird, eccentric dude. <laughs> My <laughs> favorite quote from the show is: "Is I refuse to wear a suit. I am gay. Yeah. I, ha- I I do own guns. I have taken drugs. I have a judgment from some bitch down in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it it's sums so, up his whole. It, it sums up everything. Yeah." Like oh, the whole man. narrative, it, like his whole character is he's a gay gun toting, mullet wearing redneck <laughs> from Oklahoma that owns tigers. Who's yeah. also a musician Who's also- with music videos and a YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. That in the YouTube channel in particular likes to focus in on this one woman who is a self cat, uh, categorized, um, a conservationist carol of, motherfucking yeah. bastards quote unquote conservationist yeah yeah so uh, so basically the, the show just kind of follows all the and there's other people too you know, who cool do cats uh, and kittens it's carol baskin <laughs> oh, <big> cat rescue. <laughs> oh man so oh my god every single person in this show is just unlikable on so many levels every single yeah. one but um yeah so and then it follows like some other ones like there's uh bhagavan doc antle who yep. has his own crazy oh sort god, of uh, bhagavan is such a scumbag yeah, yeah, I mean they all are, but him, yeah, he he has like this weird harem of like he has literally runs like a sex cult, right? That also has like tigers that you can pet. Yeah, his <laughs> is like weirdly the most like uh, well established, well like mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess like he also like was like an animal trainer for like movies and stuff. Yep. Yeah, and whatever. Well, it's like three four hundred dollars to get in there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, wild. Like he did like the gorilla from like Mighty Joe Young and like some he, of the He or, did like Ace Ventura yeah, Pet he did Detective. The Ventura. He did yeah. a few other big name ones too. And, and I know a couple people who have gone to his zoo and like taken pictures with I his cats. You like when I was like when i heard that he he had like a high-end one i was like because i know a few friends who have pictures of them with baby tigers from yeah. when they were younger and i was like i was like maybe they went to to doc's place yeah um 
And I was like, oh, but the, I was like, but they for sure didn't go out to Oklahoma because I thought it was in the same place. And then when yeah. he was like, when they were like, oh, it's in South Carolina, I was mm-hmm. like, oh. I know people who for sure went there and it's in Myrtle beach, which is like a huge yeah. travel destination yeah. for a lot of people. Like I've been to North Carolina, you know, mm-hmm. and like my family never travels anywhere. So for mm-hmm. us to go to North Carolina, like, of course these people have gone, like everyone's gone to Myrtle beach that I know. It's funny. Cause I think about like the, uh, do you remember the section? I don't want to jump the gun, but where Joe's traveling across the country, oh, to malls. going to malls yeah, 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 and like showing his animals to like people. It makes me wonder like, what sketchy operations did I partake in as a kid when like, you know, zoos would come and to like schools and stuff and show off the animals. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I've like held a Python, you know, I had a birthday. I had an animal expert come to a birthday party of mine when yeah. I was younger. And I like, I had a Python, like a small one, like on my head, like as a birthday crown. Yeah. Um, I think he was mainly just reptiles. Mm. but i mean the um what's it called the the documentary got made because the the dude was was shooting a documentary about reptile traders and then that dude just had a snow leopard in yeah. the back of his van at the beginning and that's what led him yeah, to like follow, him the story. To follow the yeah, story right so it's, wow. it's so basically yeah it follows these people primarily joe exotic and uh, carol baskins who are kind of these rivals and that joe has his sort of private zoo where he has he, people pay him to like like play with the ti- baby tigers and stuff and all that sort of shit and carol who thinks that like that shouldn't be allowed and she also wants her own sort of uh i don't know rescue or whatever she's where, a registered conservation i think right but like yeah. it's like a rescue where people pay to see the animals and like all the people who work there work for free yeah they're all <laughs> volunteer <laughs> workers yeah but now the the so a couple weird things the first thing is i think her big uh you know anti joe exotic Mm -hmm. uh statement was that she doesn't want anything to do with breeding like cat breeding right anything that has to do with like cubs she's Mm -hmm. against because she she just takes old cats Mm -hmm. supposedly and and lets them kind of like rehab at her place yeah so Mm -hmm. she doesn't like in in her words Mm -hmm. her goal is to not have to be open anymore yeah Yeah. right because she yeah she 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 rescues cats from other places what she says yeah Mm -hmm. but like she i I, like i feel like she doesn't i feel like they're like they're like and arguably like first of all she doesn't uh no one's ever seen the amount of cats that she has claimed to have had yeah Mm -hmm. she claims to have like like 50 or 60 cats and she's Mm -hmm. only people have only seen like 20 you know there's probably a lot more that she she claims she has and then the other thing too is her facility does not look great Mm -hmm. you know like the weeds are overrun yeah there's cages everywhere Mm -hmm. and so it's like oh okay are you really rescuing these cats and that's sort of the the question you find yourself asking right and so it ends up becoming like this big battle this really heated battle between joe exotic (laughs) And Carol Baskins that eventually leads itself to a murder for hire plot. <laughs> and that's what t- took me off guard. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, at first you might think, okay, it's just kind of like interesting enough to follow this, this, this weird world of like underground, you know, it's like a tight private zoos or whatever. But then you have this weird element of murder for hire that happens. And then you start finding out that like all these like tiger zoo owners are all sort of weirdly cult leaders <laughs> yeah. in some fashion and they it, all have like dirt on each other and yeah it just gets so so strange so fast 
But um, yeah, I don't know. Where do you guys want to start off? There's so much stuff to talk about with this. Let's just maybe just talk about just start off yeah, with Joe. Yeah, let's just start with Joe. Let's, yeah, talk let's about start Joe, with Joe. Because, I mean, he's the star of the show. Yeah. For sure. So I have a very interesting fact about Joe that I, I want to start. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. I do, too. Can I just share mine first? Because it's a quick one. Go for it, please. Okay. I, I found out a fact about Joe and myself that we share that oh. made me very excited. We have the same birthday. March <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my God. Me, no. Me and Joe Exotic were born the same day. You're birthday brothers. Yes. We're birth- I'm birthday brothers with Joe Exotic. Oh, so my God. That was very exciting to find out in my uh, brief research. You sure you don't day. have a long lost twin, Brent? Yeah, maybe. We're, I mean, we were both born in 1963, so yeah. fuck. I thought Joe looks as familiar, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so that was my wow. little fun fact. Anyway, That's I, just, awesome. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Wow. So, one of the things that I couldn't believe that mm-hmm. i found through through some like you know internet searching uh joe exotic used to work in the police force not only was he a police officer but he was the chief of a texas police department in the town of eastvale and uh after he was outed as gay to his parents uh by one of his siblings he attempted suicide by crashing his police cruiser into a bridge Oh, I was like, they don't mention that in the doc because do- it happened a way long time ago before he I mean, even he, got interested. Right, right, right. I mean, the, I think he does mention that, like, yes. when he came out to his dad, his dad was basically like, shake my hand because, like, don't come to my funeral or whatever. And then yeah. he said he, like, tried to kill himself by driving. He did a mention bridge. that he tried he to kill himself. He did it in a cop car that it was his. And yeah. he was the chief of police. So, yeah, so yeah. like, this police station was really small because it's like a tiny, like, in the middle of nowhere town. Yeah. So he just so happened to become the chief. Cause like, he was one of the only officers there. Well, that's what started his obsession, right? Cause when he, he went to somewhere in Texas or maybe it was somewhere in Florida. Mm-hmm. I think it was somewhere in Florida mm-hmm. where he, um, went to have physical therapy. Yep. Um, because he broke his back and his neighbor, um, was, right, he broke it, broke his back trying to kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. And his neighbor, was um his neighbor was uh uh the animal caretaker for um a circus i think yeah and mm. would bring the animals home and he would have joe come over and like to see the animals and stuff and that's what started his obsession so basically if joe exotic wasn't gay mm-hmm. <laughs> none of this would have happened yeah, right you just would have been a chief of police. Been a police officer so or he never came out or whatever or, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it could also, yeah, like if his, his father wasn't homophobic. Yeah, yeah, if he was born, you know, maybe it's like 20 years later or 30 years later when maybe people are a little more woke. Yeah. I don't know. Now, speaking of, uh, you know, Joe and his, you know, experience with getting, breaking his back and, and stuff. You guys remember in the show, uh, John Ranke? He was the guy with the prosthetic legs. Yeah, sure. He's got those like sick, like clown prosthetic legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he, in the in the show, he explains how he lost his legs right mm-hmm. yeah he says that he was helping a friend uh test a bungee jumping ride and a pulley man uh malfunction causing him to fall and so in the show he explains like oh you know i landed on my legs really hard and it hurt and the doctors were like do you want to keep him and he's like no uh it turns out <laughs> they didn't mention this in the show but he actually landed on a six inch metal stake that Ooh. pierced him Oh, and uh, it punctured his stomach and colon and he was in a wheelchair for a while and uh, he had over 20 surgeries to his legs before he finally decided to get them amputated 15 years later. Wow. So, yeah, just a, that was a crazy little fact that I found. Yikes. Yeah. That's, 
that's you. I know. Zoo. Everyone works there, man. And then there's the the person who the the staff worker who got uh, the arm. Yes, staff. Yeah, who, staff um, who got her arm ripped off by well, a tiger. Uh, well, not ripped off. But well, mauled. just one point of correction. This is, I came out after the fact, but yeah, actually, I saw this. Yeah, uh, staff is actually a transgender man, and they misidentified misgendered him throughout the whole show oh, really yeah. yeah so he's oh okay. he actually identifies as a man so um, oh, okay. but the show yeah. in the show they, they, they refer, refer to him as her yeah exactly time. so that, that's oh, a fault okay. of the documentary for not uh not uh, getting that one right oh, but yeah when the scene when he got his arm torn basically off oh yeah so here's a little thing about oh. joe exotic i mean obviously if you watch the I'm show you know this financially but recover from this. <laughs> financially recover from this that's uh, no. so good <laughs> i love that that's what he's worried about there but i know uh, but just the fact that like he recorded everything that ever happened there like just himself before the even the, the documentary crew showed up before yeah. uh, the, the tv show producers showed up he was just recording everything that ever happened there at all times it almost seems like he wanted to have this crazy reality show type he, of experience. He did. Absolutely. He, did. So he started recording and the stakes just kept getting higher and higher. And I think the line kept getting pushed and it started off as like, they're trying to make these crazy videos, right? When they're like shooting in the lake and they're like, Oh, check it out. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And then it starts like becoming actually crazy, mm-hmm. you know, as it goes on over the years. Yeah. And they kind of like have this, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. where they got their wish, you know, like, yeah, that's prime television right yeah. there. I think that's like, I, I so th- this isn't until the, but the whole, like the whole reason why you're watching is because at the end, Joe goes to prison for, and is found guilty for murder for hire mm-hmm. and also right. many other counts of animal abuse. Right. Um, but I, I, I it is my belief that, Jeff Lowe did set him up. Here, okay. Here's yeah. I. Here's my thing. I 100% agree with you. He absolutely did. At the same time, I 100% also believe that Joe, the second that Jeff came to him with the idea of you know killing Carol Baskins with a murder for hire thing, that uh, Joe was like all too happy to jump on that the second they brought it to him. Well, I so, I, I don't I do no, not I mean, believe that he like. You know, no, no, no. I you know. believe that he wanted Carol Baskin dead, like yeah. genuinely. Yeah. But I think that with the – that we know that Joe loves, you know, dramatics and loves mm-hmm. loves bringing everything uh, – like loves the ego, loves the drama, loves all that. Yeah. I think that Jeff Lowe – is just really, really good at taking advantage of people and oh, prey sure. on master that manipulator of, for sure. of, of, of Joe. And that like, I think Joe just thought the idea was like sexy and cool and was, and it just got really excited. Well, by and it. he felt untouchable, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing is I, I don't think it ever felt real to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he was like set up. And that's why that like, cause Jeff Lowe had to keep pushing him because I think every time that, that, that Joe had to like pay up or that it, mm-hmm. anytime it like solidified itself, it became real. Joe backed out. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's what happened. And that's yeah. why like everyone except like everyone thinks that he was set up because like, right. it's just for like when Jeff Lowe like came in and I was like, Oh, this is like, this is pretty cool mm-hmm. that like he, he's got a lot of money. He's going to help out. And then when they're like Joe didn't like when Joe when Joe says like I didn't know that he was behind 
on his Ferrari payments. I didn't know that that mansion was rented. Yeah. And I was like, oh <laughs> my God, it just keeps getting better. I don't know why. Yeah. Jeff Lowe reminds me so bad of like some Breaking Bad character, you know, where he just like, he's just this guy who comes in with like these promises and all this money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's got none of it. He doesn't have any of it. And he just like, just like weasels his way to the top of this food chain mm-hmm. and then kicks out Joe. Like it almost yeah. feels like Walter White, you know, where he's just like steps into the ring mm-hmm. and he's just outsmarts everybody mm-hmm. and, and ends up at the top. And uh, I guess we should talk about why Joe wanted to have Carol Baskin killed. Right. So I don't think we mentioned yet that or we briefly might've mentioned it. People think that Carol Baskin killed her husband murdered her husband like what was it 20 years ago yeah her second husband or whatever her second husband and he was like an older man who had a lot of money Mm -hmm. and he had like two families and so he he remarried and married carol and carol was a sort of girl who was like 20 years younger than him and he randomly just disappeared he went missing Mm -hmm. and they found like an abandoned like plane on like a a runway they found a near van the house on the van on the runway where he yeah. like supposedly flew planes out of or whatever yeah. exactly and so basically they're like people think that she killed him and fed him to her tigers yeah or buried him you know the more extreme version is that she fed him to her yeah. tigers mm-hmm. the one that like they like joe believes too is that they um is that that he's like under the septic tank or right. something? Because like right after he went missing, she like had a new septic tank installed or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which see, like every single explanation that Carol offers and that happens to Carol just seem it just seems a little too convenient. Right. Like it every seems a little suspicious. It seems a little suspicious. I mean, I definitely think something bad probably happened to that guy. Yeah. I was not as convinced that she definitely did it herself or yeah you know i don't know i just felt like oh there was a lot of like very circumstantial stuff that like the the Mm. docuseries presents in a light that makes it i think she knows something happened or she's definitely guilty of something whether or not she actually killed him and fed him to her tigers or barry i don't know like maybe she knows where he is interesting but like i'm not like i feel like a lot of people are like she definitely did and i'm kind of like i don't know maybe Maybe not. I, don't I know. think I think she did. There's okay. there's a couple of reasons I also think she did. Mm-hmm. I think one, the restraining order. They they show the restraining order mm-hmm. that her ex husband wrote, mm-hmm. like right before he went missing. There mm-hmm. were so many things that happened right and, before he went missing, and he, was, and he told her his friends that he was going. You know, he was going to divorce her. He was going to divorce her, and you know there were statements that maybe she didn't want. A divorce mm-hmm. so she found a way to you know win the situation and get all the money and in her journal she was like i don't think i can find a way out of this mm-hmm. right and so another thing that was kind of interesting that i found is that they didn't mention this in the documentary carol baskin dated a man uh named jay in between her first husband mm-hmm. and her second husband and her second husband be- is don lewis yes the, the one who, who was went missing went yeah. missing So he also filed a restraining order against her. And the, another detail is that when he asked 
her what she would do if her husband came back, if he ever returned. She said, dead bodies can't talk. That's the, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how true that is. Also, like, like the fact that her brother was in the police force and they did, and the fact that they found the van, his van on the runway and that she was able to take it back to her place. Yeah. And it was a few days before the police searched it for right. evidence. The fact that the, the, his, his lawyer w- had mentioned that like, he knew that he, that, that Don didn't like Carol anymore and was looking for the divorce. The fact that the, the, the passage of the, the, the document that, uh, that established the passage of assets, right. Where, um, it said in my death or disappearance, mm-hmm. but like nobody ever puts disappearance. That was really weird. Yeah. Why would you say in my, in the event of my disappearance, mm-hmm. no one would no one ever, ever say that. that. I don't and know. That was weird. Is, is, so I had friends who, who, who were like, since Don was talking about, um, he had mentioned that like, if I can pull this off, it'll be the slickest thing I'll ever do. Mm-hmm. Um, because Don had started to move cars and other assets to, where was he going? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the part that like sewed some doubt for me for sure. The, it was thing the Costa is, Rica though, stuff. Is, yeah. is I don't think he was talking about faking his death or disappearing. Mm-hmm. I think he was talking about getting his assets away from Carol, so mm-hmm. that when they divorce, he gets to keep everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I think he was talking about. I don't like, and so that for me, that is more evidence towards that Carol killed him. Well, and. Here's the other thing too. If he did take those assets from her, she can't afford her her tigers, her big yes. cats. Mm-hmm. So that's you know her whole life, all her work that mm-hmm. she she got through these millions of dollars from her husband would be gone. Right now, I, I don't think he was. She was. I, she would have fed him to the yeah, tigers. I, I think it's they make an interesting a story. Dramatic. It's yeah. an interesting story that's based on pretty much all circumstantial stuff as far yeah, there's as I'm no concerned. clear evidence so yeah. like i think it's very interesting we'll never really know for sure what actually happened nah, I know. now this is not the only reason though that joe said he wanted her the killed. biggest the biggest that's a, that's a really small wrinkle of it that's just like yeah. no reason that's just like him pile on for why he hates her so much True, but yeah. the real reason why he wants her dead is because she wants to shut him down and she's yeah. taking and she's also stealing business from him and and eventually ends up this is Completely Joe's fault because he's a fucking idiot. But yeah. Joe is an idiot. He, yeah, he's so he, dumb. He, she ends up suing him for a million dollars for copyright infringement when he decides to make what was it, his own website that like completely rips he off made, their logo of the he, Big Cat he, Rescue. He, well, so yeah, On her purpose. name is Big Cat Rescue, and Joe made Joe renamed his traveling show right the to traveling. Big Cat Rescue Entertainment. Yeah. Yes. And so his, he and like the completely copied like the like, yeah. the, there was like a cover photo on her website that he like completely re created. And mm-hmm. then he took like the, the text that says entertainment underneath mm-hmm. yeah. and like faded it so that you can only see big cat rescue. Yeah. And like, yeah. So she sued him for millions of dollars, right? A million dollars or something. And it basically, that's what she ended up winning in the end was a million dollar settlement. And and he had to like give up a ton of assets for, Mm -hmm. you know, to settle this. He like, Mm -hmm. he gave her like (laughs) his tour van. Crazy stuff is like every time, like he was, (laughs) the funniest thing was when he, after he like ended up having to pay, he was like, he was like, she'll never get a million dollars because I don't own anything. Yeah. <laughs> like he, like he literally like doesn't own anything. At that point, the zoo was in someone else's name. Yep. Like every, like every car that he owned wasn't his. 
like, like rented legally, everything. it wasn't his like car because the cars that he drove he bought for other people they yep. were in other people's names even stuff like he had an expensive watch and he blows up the watch because yep. he just has this huge resentment right. towards her he yeah. bought like trucks for his like <laughs> husbands and yeah, we, we gotta get into that after but yeah, yeah definitely yeah, his, his whole husbands but the yeah. thing the the thing the like the reason why i like carol baskin i think is just as bad and manipulative she's just not like Everyone, every single person in that show is just is all equally as bad, equally as evil, equally as manipulative and predatory and everything. The only thing that sets Joe apart is Joe is by far the stupidest. Yeah. Yes. That's the only reason why Joe has become the victim in it is because he's the dumbest. Yeah. Bhagavan is is, is way smarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rick Kirkham is way smarter. Carol yeah. is way smarter. But yeah. like Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe's the smartest one in the show. Yeah. And, he, and I think that Jeff Lowe's an idiot. I know. Like these people are so profoundly it just shows you stupid. How funny it is that there's this like world, this like this battle of like it's like the Game of Thrones it for cats. Is, it, I mean, so that's why it's called the Tiger King because yeah. it's all about the fucking throne. Joe and his freaking oh, like man. like giant like king's yeah, chair, with the, with the, the throne, throne shots yeah. going over him. Oh, like oh, every single so person that comes into Joe's life mm-hmm. knows exactly how to get what they want mm-hmm. out of him. Mm-hmm. Like the husbands thing. Like like with Brent, we can go to the husbands. Yeah. What's, now. Let's talk about sort of like the cult of personality aspect of yeah, this definitely. whole story. So as we mentioned earlier, uh, Joe Exotic is a openly gay man who somehow managed to convince two heterosexual men to be his husbands. I don't think at do- the same time. Yeah. I think Travis is straight. I think I think John Finley is bi. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, obviously, like with sexuality, it's, you know, there's like yeah, a spectrum. Yeah, yeah. And so people kind of fall in and out of it. But I mean, the two of them but both neither sort of, of them exclusively them to, liked men. Right. That's they both certain. sort of claimed that like, they weren't even interested in men at all before they met Joe and sort of like. Joe was just had this, this sort of way of this sort of like predatory way of like finding people who are kind of like on their last legs who like need a place to go and would like take them in and give sort them of a job, give them, pay give them, them jobs, give them a place to live, buy give them a car, give them gifts, and yeah. then sort of like somehow like sort of like coerce or convince them into like being with him. It was very strange. Yeah. yeah so he the, he had more husbands than the show detailed, but the two that like we follow are um, John Finlay. Finley, yeah, Finley, 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 yep. and then um, uh, Travis Montanado, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So Montanado, yeah. So Travis it, and John, yes, Travis and John. So it's just yeah, it's this kind of weird thing. And then like even like all the people who work for him like work for like basically no money and just kind of live in these like shithole trailers that are just like filthy and. Yeah. It's it's just really really bizarre. It almost yeah, feels like Jersey they, Shore. They all like they just live in this one big they zoo. Live in this, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they, I mean they have their trailers and they like some. Uh, so this was really interesting. In episode two, maybe episode one, so early in the series, they're talking about the actual care of the animal which is like the only time they ever talk like actually like mm-hmm. talk about the animals yeah. basically. Which is sort of like it, it's one of the themes of the documentary is mm-hmm. like. Is is all of this drama is going around is going on quote unquote surrounding animals, but it's and, never about the animals, yeah. right? Um, and they talk about Bhagavan states that it costs ten thousand dollars a year to feed one tiger. Yeah. yeah, and he and you see how like you see how nice and luxurious Bhagavan's thing is, and I love how they kept in. I love how they kept in the parts. Like I don't I I, I don't think it's the best documentary ever made, but I do oh, no, no, think no. that. 
um, the guy who made it, um, I can't remember his name. Um, Couldn't tell you. Not sure. He, I don't think his name was like ever stated in it. Mm-hmm. He's in it very, very like briefly. But mm-hmm. um, I love how he kept in the parts before and after the parts where the people thought that the, what was going to be in the documentary. Oh so, yeah, where we're like Doc. Yeah, uh, they Doc kept Von in the Doc parts Angel right before like, trying to like, the direct them. Right at, yeah, where Doc yeah. is like, like, how about you um, do this thing where you come up to the door and I open it for you? Yeah, <laughs> and then you see you see Doc when he doesn't think that that it's going to be in the documentary, yeah. and then you see the parts where it's going to be in the documentary, yeah. and you, you see, see how different you they see act. How it's, it, it's two different people where he goes. <laughs> Where like the part where he's he's in his like lobby or something, um, and he has those TVs that are playing him on t- on TV when he was younger, and he goes, he's like, oh, you want to get this? Uh, let's reward, let's rewind it, let's rewind it. Uh, yeah, so we'll get me on Letterman. Uh, here I am on Letterman. You know, yeah. Letterman was great for me. Uh, uh, Jay Leno, he he was really the first one to sort of interact with these animals live mm-hmm. on air, yeah. and you like see this so th- this presentation yeah. of 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 doc that yeah. isn't him um and that's one thing like that's one thing that i do respect about joe is i think that joe joe and his staff but before jeff Lowe, mm-hmm. uh, they're like the only real people in the show like because yeah. yeah those the only people i feel any sympathy for are the poor people in these like weird tiger cults who just get like wrapped up in all of it so like yeah. all the people who work for these people so like the, the, so, like, the weird who escaped doc yeah barbara i believe oh, think her yeah. name was and, like in the the harem of women like, who work Ricky for him and eric and saf mm-hmm. um like those are the only people who like and i feel for I, 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 i'm able to feel for joe because joe is always joe like mm-hmm. on or off camera i mm-hmm. feel like he's like maybe maybe the not weird because thing with joe though is he, always he's on camera. literally always on camera yeah. so like he's like living his life as though it is a show like, right i think joe i mean jeff kind of said it in, in one of the later episodes i think joe is so bad that he's convinced himself that he cares and he's so lost in this world that he's created that he doesn't actually care anymore like and i i felt sympathy for joe too up until probably the the travis episode i think that's when i started to lose my the travis episode is a real that, yeah. that, re, that joe shows his true colors pretty hard yeah. in that episode yeah i mean the whole thing with like okay so like if you you know you probably watch the show if you're listening but there's the scene where uh one of the joe's campaign manager because mm-hmm. oh yeah he ran for president yeah, um, yeah. and then like he didn't even like mayor or governor after, too. governor so he ran for president he ran for governor right and so his yeah he said like i can't wait four more years so he just ran for the next thing that you can run for yeah, yeah. um so like his campaign manager who he just found at walmart who was working at the who met him because joe would go and buy guns and ammo at walmart and this dude was working the gun counter and he knew like, like this libertarian dude yeah. who like works at the gun section of a walmart yeah. like yeah i can i can campaign manage you dude so yeah. he well to be fair he he was like he wasn't like he he was working at walmart because he didn't have anything else to do but he was like he was like a politics guy yeah i mean that's what he wanted to do yeah. so obviously he like jumped on the opportunity or whatever so yeah so so basically he hires this guy to be his campaign manager and there's his joe's husband travis who was younger and uh he was always on drugs it seemed like throughout yeah, the whole documentary on cotton math, basically. He, w- he would come into the campaign manager's office and stand underneath the the video camera, the security camera, and talk to him about how like you know miserable he was and how he wanted more pot and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like in one of the episodes, you just see like a flash of light, 
and the campaign manager's jaw just drops That's and he reaction. puts his hands on his face because yeah. Travis killed himself. Yeah. Shot himself in the head off camera. Mm-hmm. And that was, oh man, I, well, the other, <sighs> the other thing too about that situation is Travis would point guns at people all the time mm-hmm. and the tr- campaign manager didn't like it when Travis would point guns at him and he'd be like, please don't point the guns at me. And Travis, um, I forget what the type of gun is, but he says like, oh, like you should know that like this gun doesn't have a clip in it. This gun always can't, say it wasn't loaded. This gun yeah. can't fire without a clip in it. Yeah. Um, and he and he so like it's sort of it's sort of framed in a way that like did Travis mean to kill himself because mm-hmm. it, it seems like he it, it seems like at least that he thought that the gun wouldn't fire. Right. When he when he put it up mm. to his head and pulled the trigger. Yeah, it, that being said, I didn't it, get that from it. The documentary That's interesting though. To me the documentary definitely framed it that way and even the Wikipedia page says he accidentally killed himself. Yeah. Really? I don't know if I buy that. That being said, be I don't buy that. No one I don't think you can classify it as an accident. Like no n- no one puts a gun up to their head and pulls the trigger unless they want to kill themselves in some capacity. Yeah. Right. Like there's, there's if, some sort of self-destructive tendency or just like self-harm behaviors. Even if you, yeah, you know? exactly. Like even if you know, even if, <clears throat> even if you, you, you knew a hundred percent that the gun wasn't loaded, no sane. I'm not going to say sane cause I, that, that, mm-hmm. that's a bad connotation. No one in a healthy state of mind will put a gun up to their head and pull the trigger. Can't even do it with a Nerf gun. Yeah. Yeah. Like the thought of it. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's hard with a Nerf gun to do it. Even if it's not loaded, it's so freaky. So so for people to say it was an like, yes, it may have like been a technical definition of an accident. Right. But like, he definitely like was in a terrible place. He knew there was a possibility. And like, like, yeah, he, cause like exactly like he didn't care. I, I think was he was he was like, so drugged up he probably just did he was it on probably purpose. So drugged up and miserable that yeah. he just yeah. he just didn't care anymore about whether and, he lived or died. And, but then the part that really I mean obviously that part was devastating because yeah. I mean obviously you know you got to have sympathy for that. I mean I actually got a little teary from oh, that because I couldn't. I was like it's just such a waste. You know. You know yeah. what the funny thing is too is watching the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even realize mm-hmm. that there was no like interviews from Travis until right up until he said, until they started focusing on him. And so they started talking about like how miserable he actually was. He started to realize. I was like, I was like there, I was like, Oh, there's no interviews with Travis. I was like, Oh no, he, I was like, he died somehow. I I thought in my head when I was watching, I was like, either he died or he ran away, but there's some, something weird happens with Travis. Mm -hmm. But what were you going to say, Brian? Yeah. The part that like really, really kind of drives home Joe's sort of like true personality by the time we meet him in this documentary is the way he acted after that happens. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah. There were so many things he did that were just so unnatural. The weird funeral. The weird funeral. And then, Inviting then, the mom to his next, oh yeah, Travis's yeah, that, that, mom that, to his next wedding. Yeah, pictures. when he like within like what was it like a month? He like married Two another. Months, yeah. He married another well, dude, and then the only person he invited was the dead mother of Travis. Yeah, it, which is really really a weird game that he's playing we, there. Which is, uh, it's just, yeah, it's super super weird, and and just like the the original song that he sang at the funeral. Yeah, the yeah. song that it he turned it into a show. Yeah, about, like, yeah, he made it, it about, him, about which him, in a very weird, gross and way. He talked about like, like the things that he. Well, again, like they, they. I assume they showed, like maybe, like we don't know, like maybe that's 
maybe that's the funeral. Maybe that was the whole funeral. Maybe the mm-hmm. whole funeral was him talking about Travis's balls mm-hmm. and and yeah, that's him, a weird and, thing and, to talk and, about. Him singing the song that he that he wrote, but like like there could have been other parts that we didn't see. You know, oh, but like, sure, yeah. but like e- even then, like it's it's just so sad to see that and, yeah. and and when i saw that and then when he when when because they do in the show it's it's much later in the episode it might even be a different episode mm-hmm. of when they mention um dylan who's joe's next husband yeah right um and i was like oh i was like oh so like uh, I, I i was like oh good for joe that he found that he could find someone else who like seems to be a much more real like i still believe that 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 the relationship with dylan and joe does seem to be a lot more real than his previous sure. ones yeah um it seems to be much less predatory mm-hmm. um obviously there is still some aspect there but the fact that like joe's in prison mm-hmm. and like dylan could just walk away you know yeah. but like he doesn't he sticks there and helps him um but I think then, part of that is the, the cameras yeah and i mean I there's and, a part and, and of it also that, just yeah. like the element of just like you know being in an abusive relationship a lot of right. people who are in that situation don't leave you right. know i mean joe, like, I, they don't know how or afraid or you know yeah i mean this kid's young and joe asked him to marry him after like two months yeah you know? well because i was I, I i thought it was like at least a year yeah mm-hmm. um but then when when um travis's mother is like yeah it was two months later he was married to dylan also travis's mother in the interview was must have been drunk she was not, something yeah. she was not sober yeah. during that interview it yeah, means act you were talking about that earlier today because she's not look good mm-hmm. that yeah she like like either like it must have been that the death of her son like like has like hit her hard and still like deeply affects her yeah oh, and she sure. had to think about it you know and talk about it that's probably tough yeah 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 i mean it's it's oof, the whole thing's rough and also it's very telling to me just like how many people turn on joe at the end like people oh, who work yeah. for him to all like you know testified against him at his trial even his ex-husband like uh finley, finley. finley. Yeah. like he i was surprised when he went and testified against him mm-hmm. but i mean he said like i don't want to go to jail uh but well, i was the like thing wow is, like Everyone, like, it sucks, but everyone needs to, like, save themselves, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to throw Joe under the bus to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not even, I mean, it's not even thrown under the bus. Yeah, he threw himself under the like bus. Like, what they're saying, like, they're just telling the truth. Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild. Um, what's, maybe let's uh, dive into uh, some of the other people in this, or some of the peripheral characters. So, let's, maybe let's talk about Jeff Lowe a little bit. Jeff get, Lowe. Let's talk about this guy. Jeff? Jeff Lowe. Fucking Lowe. <laughs> Oh man. Jeff Lowe is um his dad he he's got he's got daddy's money mm-hmm. from his dad being in being the owner of some circus. Right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And so that's also that's where Jeff Lowe's money and that's where Jeff Lowe's addiction from to big cats comes from. And here's the thing is we we haven't talked about this, but it truly is an addiction. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard like people talk about like like I I was a huge fan of of Steve Irwin when I was younger mm. um and I would like follow their family on and off now um, yeah did you see oh, the daughter there got married yeah the other she day? got married that's so weird to me um <laughs> oh, like, wow. she, I thought she was like twelve like how yeah <laughs> I mean she's she's, 20s, she's right? only yeah she's a few years I think she's around your age okay gotcha. um Bob I'm talking to Bobby by mm. the way um yeah, yeah. But, she's not fifty five <laughs> yeah. yeah um. 
But they always, always talk about how exotic animals are an addiction. Mm. And I was like, mm. oh, like, because, like, everyone talks about, you know, their hobbies being an addiction. But, like, big cats and exotic animals, after seeing the show, they truly are an addiction. Which is, to me, like, maybe one of the most inexpli- inexplicable wild things about this documentary. Because yeah. I just, I don't get it. Because it's, in, <laughs> like, so, like yeah. I don't get, I don't get how it's, like, I understand, like, like yeah tigers are cool Mm -hmm. but like it seems like it's impossible for any of these people to walk away from this yeah Yeah. and just like the fact that jeff was like oh yeah i'm just like you know going to vegas and bringing a bunch of baby tigers i'm just like fucking all these chicks because of it i'm like yeah what it's (laughs) It's It's such a weird concept to me like oh just like this a gross flabby bald (laughs) turkey necked dude wearing like ed hardy (laughs) t-shirts and a bandana (laughs) shows up with a couple baby tigers and everyone's just like "Ooh, who's this guy i think what one of the really (laughs) sad things about this whole documentary that kind of ties into this is the whole i think admiration of the cubs because Everyone wants to pet the cubs. It's mm. almost like this weird thriller where it's like this thing is going to be giant and kill, possibly kill me someday. Yeah, but and now right it's now, small, cute. It's cute and it's in my hands and it's a little baby. Mm-hmm. And so, but the problem with tigers is that the cubs grow up very fast. Mm-hmm. And so you've only got like that, like two yeah, week like, period where they're small enough to to pet. Not two weeks, maybe two months it's or like, something. It's like, I think they're. I think they say between. I think two week, two weeks to after they're born or something i think it's two to uh, 12 weeks right is when you can is when they're best for petting or something and then they get too old and then yeah. you can't there it's like too dangerous and it's crazy because they just got to keep breeding more so they keep their petting zoos going yeah you which kind of gets into sort of the doc antle shit of like people yeah. accusing him that like he's just like literally this like you like murdering all these tigers as soon as they get too old, just like right. killing them. And like, yeah, has his like own, like, what was it? His own like crematorium or whatever yeah. on site. Oh my God. To, like, yeah. That apparently he had, which, which is a whole, like, which you can psychoanalyze the whole thing, which apparently Doc Antle has gas chambers and crematoriums yeah. where he, where he just puts his, he gasses his tigers and then cremates them, which like, if you haven't caught on is uh, yeah. a concentration camp yep. thing, yeah. like it, which just shows this weird, um, this weird, uh, this weird mindset of yeah. doc where he had like, again, his name Bhagavan when, which uh, like, again, I don't think he's a good filmmaker, but I do, do think he has a, he has a very, I think he struck a gold mine and he did a good job of structuring it. Yeah. But you, he's like first, he's like an og content creator really yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of i mean he even says that in the yeah in the show he's just like a fucking snake oil salesman yeah content yeah. Like instagram you know, content creator who just did, happened to do it like in the 70s first <laughs> right yeah, yeah 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 um i meant like the um the dude who made the document the documentary oh, okay, gotcha. oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah because he because you see how like that when they're interviewing the girl who used to work for doc mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, what does Bhagavan mean? And she goes, it means high Lord mm-hmm. or it means Lord or whatever. And then it, it goes to asking doc what Bhagavan means. Yeah. And he says, it means, he says it means a friend of God. Yeah. And oh. it just shows how like, and he's got like six girlfriends at once. Yeah. He's just got this very like high power mentality of himself. And it's very strange. Yeah, I mean, he's literally running like a weird sex cult there. Yeah. Well, it's like, like, that's what it like. Like yeah. what, what Jeff Lowe does mm-hmm. with 
with the Tigers. I mean, he gets these young girls to come work. Doc Antle gets mm-hmm. these young girls to come work at his at his sanctuary, whatever yeah. he calls it, mm-hmm. for a hundred dollars a week, where they live in the, like they live in similar conditions to, and also work in similar conditions where like to, they work like almost. 24 7 you yeah know, they they, they never no have money. any breaks they never get holidays off their entire life is devoted to this and in order to rise up the ranks you need to be sleeping with doc <laughs> and having like boob jobs yeah done like to yourself she, she, yeah, gets, she gets plastic surgery yeah she gets plastic plastic surgery and in the she um she mentions that she was glad to have them just because it gave her like four days where she could stay in bed and recover from. Yeah, the yeah that was oof, Jesus. That's Christ. messed up. Um, I'm mad that they never explained how and why she left. Yeah, um, it was probably boring. That's probably what she probably just was well, no, like, she probably just woke up to what was happening. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to leave. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't care if yeah, they stop sleeping she with him. Like oh, she, she's I think, a pretty intelligent person. So, like, yeah. not that I mean, obviously, like with any of these things, you could be an intelligent person and still go, get sucked into it. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, it's false advertisement. Well, I, mean, I think because she genuinely wanted to like work with tigers and right. like be with tigers, and so she, she like, I think she was like young and got taken advantage of it and sucked into that world. Sure, and I think if you are able to see behind the curtain of like how that stuff actually works, that would probably disillusion you right. if you went into it wanting to do good, and then you yeah. see like what really goes on at these places. I mean, you can even I mean, see in like her in comparison to the other women, like yeah. she, like even when it, like you see pictures of her at the at at Doc's place. Um, you can see like she she seems so out of place compared yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't seem like she belongs there, and I guess she just realized that. Yeah, and it was and so sad when she talked about the tiger. I think mm-hmm. I was gonna say I think that's what part of it was. She had yeah. a tiger where she was very connected to. Um, who she basically helped raise. Yeah, who she helped raise. Where the tiger one day disappeared, and she never found out where it went. Obviously, Doc killed it. Yeah, um, or sold it. Yeah, or whatever. But it was implied way, that he it killed was, it. it. It was a tiger that she had a very strong connection with, and I think that that tiger disappearing was one of the things that like made her wake sure. up. Probably, yeah. I think yeah. that's what they were trying to get at. I mean, it's kind of interesting. While we're on the topic of disposing of tigers, mm-hmm. uh, I found an interesting thing that it stated. Apparently, Joe Exotic, instead of you know cremating his tigers when they died, he would sell the bones to museums. Which is really weird. weird. Yeah. Um, that is so weird. it kind of shows it's the personality funny. differences it's, between it, them too. It, it, it's also funny to, um, well, fun, not like haha funny. Nothing yeah. in this is haha funny, obviously. But other than when the the, the, the fat dude rides around on a ski doo for <laughs> no apparent is, reason, that is so funny. That, I, was like, I was why? Like, why? That, that just happens. He's like, wait, hold on. Let's go. And then all of a sudden he's fucking ski doing. Yeah. I'm like, what is what? this documentary? <laughs> yeah, like, but what like, is this? <laughs> like, it's something that's weird that just reinforces again that Joe is the dumbest person in all of this is like everyone, everyone thinks they're better than Joe. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks they're yeah. above Joe, but everyone's buying, you know, cubs off of Joe. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like doing everything that Joe's doing. Like, I love the part where at the end um, you're following Dylan going into the storage locker to get all the records because Mm -hmm. Joe at the end, Joe is like, which again, again, I think is really brilliant storytelling Mm -hmm. where Joe who is started off to be like 
to be the, the the guy who's the craziest about cats and the craziest about exotic animals is the only one who's able to walk away from them mm-hmm. um because he's he's like if i he's like if i'm going down i'm taking everyone down with me so he sends dylan to go get all those records and the documentarian is looking through them and he's like he's like oh here's a receipt for a transport of cubs to doc antel um and dylan is like no not that one and he goes oh okay okay so we're not getting the ones for the okay we're not getting the ones for the good guys okay Mm -hmm. like everyone was buying cubs off of off of joe the like and and if you don't know or if you're listening and you haven't watched the show um since tigers are endangered the it's not the the law the exotic animal law is weird where it's not it's not illegal to own exotic animals a lot of people think it's illegal to own privately owned exotic animals but it's not in some states depending on your state but in the states where it is legal to own them it's illegal to breed them and to transport them and sell them yeah sell the cubs specifically um which is messed up that it's not illegal to what to own an exotic animal yeah unless you have like a license permitted by like the government which is like specifically you know vetted maybe mm-hmm. like yeah you're, you're I mean, vetted to see if you can do that to me it, it's i'm really torn because i like i really like animals you know yeah and, i mean same like for sure but i like i also feel like wild animals should be wild animals yeah. and yeah. allowed to exist within the wild <laughs> the, the the main reason why we even have them as pets now is because obviously like as humans, we've sort of like destroyed the habitats and so many of these species. And so they go into conservation and then, you know, then you have sort of like these uh, illegal sales of them as pets yeah. and shit. And so and, that's like part of the problem of why they don't exist in the wild. Yeah, anymore. And it's really hard because like there are, you know, like at this, we, we've gotten to the point where animals that, live in captivity a lot mm. of them are just bred from captivity from mm. from from parents who are in captivity and, sure. and like they've just been in captivity for so long and it's like well you know if you release them yeah, they wouldn't I mean, know how I mean, to hunt. Like, obviously it's not just release them it's it's like obviously you can't release those ones it's you right. keep those they, ones they won't survive in the wild anyway yeah and you don't get more yeah the it, whole it's, thing. it's such a tricky thing because i say this as someone who owns technically exotic pets and i have two parrots yep. i've got a the two like a little size like uh like uh, they call them Conyers, like two different breeds of it. And they were both, uh, they're rescues, you know, mm-hmm. they were taken from wherever they came from, brought here to us, sold in pet stores as pets. And then, you know, the people who realize, oh yeah, birds live to be like 30. They are cute for like a week, but then it's like, oh, they squawk a lot. So then they, yeah. people give them up and then, yeah. you know, but it's like, I like birds, but like I kind of, there's a part of me that wishes there was a world where they weren't pets anymore, yeah. you know, well, it's, but like, it's, it's hard, I think, for it's a lot tough. of people to yeah. see. Like, it's it's hard for for people to see. Like, I have this, I have this animal, and I love it, and I give it food, and I let it run around in the yard, and I I I make sure it's healthy and everything, and I give it everything I it needs. Uh, and I think it's I think it's hard for people to see how that could necessary could be bad in a i mean way. it's right. funny when they it's like, at the end of the show when joe talks about his chimps mm-hmm, do you remember yeah, that scene yeah, yeah. where Oof, he, that's devastating it's so that sad that's so one much. of the only things oh. that like makes me able to still be able to still have sympathy for joe is that at the end joe realized that his treatment of animals was wrong it's yeah. like you know if you can murder someone and realize later that it was wrong yeah, i don't know but at the I, end of the day it's it like it didn't really give me sympathy as much as it made me feel like yeah, no shit. Like, yeah. But I mean, it's easy well, for me I, to say that like, as an outsider looking I, in. Yeah, right. I but. think, well, like, it's, it's, 
I don't think that like bad actions make you a bad person. I think, no, yeah. I think if you don't like, cause like, it's more like the repeated bad well, actions. Like what, yeah. What, like what Joe says where he, he's like, he's like, did I, at one point I cared, I, I genuinely cared about these animals, but he didn't, he doesn't like, he doesn't anymore. Yeah, he got so caught up in running the zoo. And like that's the thing is he got so caught up in the money and the drama and everything and being Joe exotic. Yep. Yeah. That personality. Lost all of it. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, and like it's like it took him it took him having to be put away in jail for two decades mm-hmm. for him to realize this. But like I am happy in a in in some sense that Joe is able to look back on it and realize that like mm. like I'm glad that he's not trying to like get out of prison and go right back to owning the zoo. You mm, know what right. I mean? Like like even like I'm glad that Joe who has done this for so long can look at it now and, and know that it was wrong. My question is how much of that is really his genuine belief and how much of it is he's stuck in this position where, you know, he's basically seen by the whole, he's going to be seen by everyone as the man who went down for this. Well, he's taken, how is he going to be portrayed in the future? Is he going to be, Oh, well now I'm the savior of animals. Like, I don't think it matters. Like who cares yeah. if he's, if he like, if he's not going to be owning zoos anymore and he's not going to be, you know, breeding breeding tigers and he's not like and he's going to be using all of this evidence to show how other zoos and other private owners have mm-hmm. like and and those people are going to get shut down like i don't care what his motives are when he's doing it well, it's interesting when you say shut down so like i think that brings up a good point you know a lot of people watching this documentary are like oh my god this is horrible you know the fact that there's more tigers in captivity in the u.s than there are in the wild around the world is insane we need to get this shut down like we need to release the tigers and it just reminds me of like the story of free willy like do you guys remember that movie free willy sure so like the the real story is is almost more interesting than the story uh in the movie like the the whale the real whale's name was kiko and basically in the whale was in captivity it's uh, almost its whole life and so they, they use Kiko for the actor uh, for the movie Free Willy. And so a bunch of people saw the movie and they were like, well, well where's the whale? They're like, oh, well, he's in a big pool. They're like, okay, well, you got to free the whale. Mm-hmm. He can't be living in captivity because then that defeats the whole purpose of the movie. Yeah. The movie is, ta- is teaching you to release the whale. And they were like, oh, well, you know, the marine biologist came in and they were like, well, you know, we can't really release him because he grew up in captivity and he doesn't know how to hunt. And so if we released him, it would be bad. And also he, he grew up in uh, California where the waters are warm. And so if we released him where the other killer whales are, it's too cold. He's not used to that. Yeah. So they ended up like doing this slow release of Kiko into mm-hmm. like the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. And he wandered for a few years. But um, after like four years, he just died because he couldn't survive. I mean, four is, four years is pretty long for releasing an animal but it's Mm -hmm. like so sad because you want to just release the animals Mm -hmm. but what are the consequences of that and how do you go about reintroducing them into the wild without just releasing them into the wild yeah i mean it's a tough question well the other thing too is man we really fuck shit up (laughs) i know at at this point Uh, it is impossible for animals to exist without human interaction anywhere Mm -hmm. and it's like 
human like the reason why there's only you know four thousand tigers in the wild is because of like poaching and yep. humans in, like destroying territory mm. and and so it, there's a there's a, a part of me where it's like is it is it better to have tigers in captivity mm-hmm. and still existing or is it or do we just stop and have the tigers die out because like tigers are going to go extinct in our lifetime in the wild mm. like that's i think is unavoidable unless things change drastically they will i mean if i, I guess we got to look at dogs right like we've bred dogs to be house pets from wolves are we better off keeping them or well the thing is, is dogs, dogs, dogs as they exist now like wolves and coyotes and stuff yeah whatever but like like all the breeds of dogs that are kept as pets they can't exist without humans yeah like our tigers are gonna get to that point where they're gonna get domesticated yeah. i don't think tigers will ever be domestic i think they'll die out before they get domesticated yeah i feel like someone's gotta come up with some kind of solution where like you know, we teach them how to hunt and we rehabilitate them and release them back into the wild. But it's like, I mean, that's a complicated thing, you know? Yeah. And it's like nobody and it Who's comes to do it. It comes down to the point of like, it's the same reason why it's the reason why Carol Baskin isn't using her millions to transport tigers to, you know, to conservation land in yeah, Asia. Because it's a loss. Because her. it's a lot because it because because she loves the tigers. Yeah. And unfortunately, she loves them for the wrong reason. And she doesn't love them how she she doesn't love them like that's why i i like steve Irwin so much mm-hmm. is because steve Irwin loved animals the way i think people should yeah where he he respected animals he always like he called like everyone always talks about how he always called every animal beautiful mm-hmm. and he would go out into the like like yes there were P- Peta didn't like him because he would disrupt and interact with animals but it it it, it like it was it was a down like it was once, almost like a respect for it, them, it, 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 there was such know? a huge respect and there was it, it was a very small downside where like yes this animal had a direct interaction with a human but it was such a small portion of that animal's life and it was for such a huge educational gain for the human race that like i feel like that's worth it and like yes they do own the zoo mm-hmm. um and so like after seeing this i like th- the Australia zoo could have these terrible, terrible practices. Yeah. But like knowing the, and like the entire Irwin, you know, family could have been, could all, they could all just be putting on a show, but like, I don't know. I don't think they are. And everyone who's ever talked to them, like everyone who like ever interacts with them, everyone who ever talks about them, like they have nothing good, nothing but good things to say about the Irwins and stuff. So like, I think, you know, being raised, cause like he was, my absolute hero and idol. I w- every single morning I would watch his show. Every like chance I got, I would be watching his show. Um, yeah, I loved Steve Irwin, and like he, uh, like I, I watched his his funeral live, and I like cried. I sobbed mm. during it because it was so like emotional, and I think that's like I credit Steve Irwin a lot to my like how I feel about animals now Mm. where it's like, I do think animal like animals are beautiful and I like, I love seeing them, but they need to be in their own environment. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. It's interesting what, what thoughts this brings up because you know, we're, we're going to probably do episodes about like animal abuse in the future and like, uh, animal agriculture. 
which is a huge, you know, problem in this country. Um, so that, that could be, I never thought about that, but we should put that on the episode idealist, you know, yeah. some weird, some crazy yeah. facts about so, that stuff. Before we end this, I feel like we'd be remiss if we did not actually go into the whole murder for hire thing in a little oh, yeah. more detail. Really Oops. About that. So, um, yeah, so we were so start, much to we start, dive into. There's so much to talk about with this thing. It's crazy. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, and I was sort of trying to lead us there a little bit when we were brought up Jeff Lowe, but then obviously we went <laughs> yeah, down sorry. a couple of, no, I mean, that was all great stuff. You know, that's all very interesting. I'm happy we went there, but let's, let's sort of circle back to Jeff Lowe and his yeah, whole situation definitely. here. So you mean Jack from Breaking Bad? that's who it is i was thinking of jack. jack from breaking bad the guy who comes in at the end the one who walt kills with the machine gun spoiler alert oh, spoiler yeah, yeah spoiler alert he's, sorry you know, he's like the nazi guy basically. yeah the nazi guy yeah, the okay. neo-nazi okay yeah. yeah i can sort of see that except with a less you know distinct you know facial features right because jeff Lowe is basically yeah. just like a weird blob of a face with a goatee <laughs> on it i don't know oh but, my god but yeah so he's just like this sort of like weird fake rich guy yeah. who like comes in from vegas and like basically convinces joe to put the zoo in his name so that he can help him in dealing with the whole carol baskins issue or whatever because of all the legal trouble joe finds himself in yeah and then he basically just like takes the zoo from Joe. He basically is <laughs> just like, all right, well, the zoo's in my name, so you're out of here. Yeah. Well, he didn't even take the zoo from Joe. Joe he was just smart <laughs> I mean, enough Joe just and Joe gave was him dumb zoo. enough to yeah. give him the zoo. Oh, you know, Joe was busy running for president and all that stuff. And yeah. he's like, you know, I got to focus on my... Yeah. Now, Joe does talk about um, how he was set up. And yeah. well, he also was, talks a lot in the show about how he wants to kill Carol Baskin. He does. And very, I need her head in a jar. He's got like a blow up doll of her. He like shoots or sticks like a, 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 a vibrator in its mouth and stuff. It doesn't like, help his own cause. No, not at all. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. oh, man. well, the thing is, is like, le- like, it, like legally, right? None of that mattered. Right. You know, I mean, for most speech. You yeah. Know? The only thing that ever, that they ever matters is, when they were like, we need money to exchange hands, which is very interesting. Yeah. That like, it, like murder for hire isn't a crime until money exchanges hands. And it was interesting that the feds were trying to make that's it the happen. The thing is, is the feds planted a guy. Th- that's what I don't like is that they planted a guy to go be like, oh, I'm the guy who's going to kill carol baskin mm-hmm. it started off with with jeff lowe's friend for a felon who who recently got out of prison name was alan alan yeah. alan was going to oh, kill yeah, the alan guy Glover? who literally looked like he was yeah. a hitman or something yeah. <laughs> actually looked like, well he had a t he has a teardrop tattoo he sure. does, yeah um but so they that guy was gonna go kill him and joe was gonna give him ten thousand dollars mm-hmm. i thought it was five was well he five? was gonna give him five before and then he and then only gave after. him three okay. and, and then he, he ended up three. only giving him three but apparently joe didn't give him three jeff gave him the three mm-hmm. yeah. and then alan said that he joe was like alan was like yeah i went down to florida but then didn't do it mm-hmm. but then joe so was like i chickened out joe was like i never I, joe was like i never sent him to florida he never went to florida and then it cuts back to alan saying that he never went to tampa why would he ever go to florida yeah um he went to like south carolina yeah, instead. and then joe was like i never gave him any any of the money and then alan 
<laughs> just oh no, I guess we're off. going to weird. kill Carol Baskins. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Alan like says something along the lines about of how like Joe never gave him any money. Yeah, um, and then Doc is like, well, Doc just talks about how dumb Joe is. Doc yeah. is like, Doc is like, you don't. He was like, murder murderers for hire are not some guy yeah. that you're that you're felon buddy brings in it's like a two it's like a hundred thousand dollar purchase he's like i don't think he's like well like he goes he then talks about how he he's like i don't think joe no no no, he talks about how he he thinks joe isn't that dumb yeah he was like there's no way that joe thinks that you can kill you can get someone to kill someone for ten thousand dollars i don't think i think joe is that dumb. he's like i don't think joe thinks it could be a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars i like i don't know like after like after doc said that i I think I kind of agree with because I think Doc would like would know. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, like I don't I also don't really trust Doc. Well, mm-hmm. Here's here's why I'm okay with the planting of the feds, and, and it's it's a little messed up, but I believe that Carol Baskin was there was a real threat there that someone could have killed her. They were talking about it. They were setting up plans. And I think that the possibility of Joe finding someone else to do it is a very real possibility. I mean, obviously, the people in the show that were close to him say that he would never have done it. But if you're looking out for your own safety, I would want the person who was plotting to kill me put away. Like, I don't want them out running around if they're talking about killing me on camera. The thing is, though, is like, what, like, what is plotting? Like, they didn't, like, like, yeah, it's very gray area. Again, they talked about. They, they 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 talked about the map. They talked about whatever. But like obviously Joe's not going to say this, but it was always Jeff and Alan who were talking about the plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean Jeff and Alan obviously should be in prison. And uh, how, I don't understand how Alan is not in prison. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it was because he helped them they get did turned like witness know, or whatever. Like, yeah. but, but like not even. Like not even like five years. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you can get a reduced. Well, he didn't sentence, do anything yeah. wrong technically. He took money apparently. Mm-hmm. Like apparently he took. If if Joe yeah. if Joe was in prison for it, Alan should be in prison too. I don't right. understand how Alan can take money that Joe gave him and Joe be in prison and Alan not. No, I think it's wrong that Joe's the only one in prison. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong that Joe's in prison. Oh well, to be fair though, <laughs> they also say like like Eric the the head zookeeper with the long blonde hair. Yep. And Rinky, they were like, well, we called the feds because we thought that Joe shouldn't be the only one in prison. And they said, we're not done. Yeah. So oh, we're far from done. Yeah. I can't wait to see who else goes to jail. Oh, I can't yeah, wait for I Tiger mean, King I, to dethrone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think there's more to come out of this. And I also think from the feds standpoint that this whole sort of murder for hire thing is probably like a way into like sort of dealing with all sort of these like illegal, the, the, the legal animal stuff yeah. and shit too. Yeah. So the fact that they had people who were willing to turn witness, right. like when they already have some sort of knowledge that they believe based on what they've gotten from these other people that people are committing crimes and that they know that if there's this other shit going on that they can catch, you know, Joe in the act of trying to do. Yeah. Then at that point, they're within their rights to, you know, try to, you yeah. know, plant someone right. to catch him in the act of this, this crime that they believe he's going to commit or whatever. And regardless of that I mean, crime, there's plenty of other crimes that they're all committing. And yeah, it's like, if you completely ignore the murder, like murder for hire got him caught, but like yeah. he very much is guilty of the other counts. Oh, yeah, I mean, we talk about Eric saying like, you know, he t- talking to the media and he said, you know, the Joe killed one of the tigers and he came out and he's like, if I knew it was going to be that easy, I would have shot him. 
five more of them. Yeah, you know? he killed all of them. And it's like, if those things were really said, mm-hmm. you can't treat animals that way. People like that deserve to be in prison. You right. know? And, and I mean, I think this is just like, you know, like, like they said, that's like one domino to fall. And then they can use this to try to like leverage more information, mm-hmm. you know, maybe from Joe to like mm-hmm. bring the other people down. And this is, Joe there. was just like yeah. probably like the easiest target because well, of how they, much he like talked about wanting to have someone murdered <laughs> that yeah. he could be get <laughs> on his live television show. Yes. I mean, yeah. even, even people like Doc Man. who didn't have a lot of like violence surrounding them. Like he was like, yeah, I sleep with an AK 47 under my bed. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think, yeah, I mean, who do you think is going to be next? Who's next? Well, Doc, I mean, at the end, Doc already got his place raided. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what, at the that end of the thing. little Chiron at the end or and whatever. The, um, Carol would go to, so we didn't talk about this, but Carol would go to DC all the time to try to get a big cat um, law passed, which. Yeah. It didn't I'm, pass. No, right? it didn't yeah. pass. But I'm sure that there was some loophole in mm-hmm. it that would al- that would have all the other places shut down but mm-hmm. allow her to keep right. her open mm-hmm. because she like wasn't you know like because she like her classification of area was probably different like i'm sh- there's no way that she was trying like because otherwise she wouldn't have been owning the cats if yeah. she if if that law would have gotten rid of her cats she wouldn't have had it passed yep i i firmly believe that right I, so i like i'm sure like i, I mean we pro- i probably should have read it because i'm sure there, there it has to be documented somewhere yeah like it has to be. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you can get like yeah. a freedom of information act go, request for that, right? That. But um, also like I totally forgot about this part. And then like there was this whole bit towards the end too of like Jeff Lowe trying to start another zoo. Oh with yeah, the other yes. zoo in yeah. Texas. And then he just sort of, sort of screwed over the other guy. Yeah, and was, the other like, guy was him. working with Joe to like screw over Jeff. Yeah, and, like he was like basically like paying to like build the zoo himself, even though he was supposed to be a 50 50 partner with Jeff. Even Jeff doesn't Jeff have any money. I forget the name of the money. other guy. What was his yeah, name? I can't remember. Uh, he yeah, had a with him. Yeah. He was the guy who had his own guy. weird zoo or whatever too. Yeah, um, he, it was just weird because, uh, and then you know, the informant dude who went to Jeff and Alan to get them out of the trouble that they could have been in. Yeah. D- like the James Garretson guy. Yeah. James Garretson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was crazy. He didn't like, like He's got Jeff, some sketchy like stuff after he on. helped out Jeff, Jeff was just like just completely like yeah. cut him off and didn't want anything to do with him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, the whole. Well, he's sort of like the guy who starts all this too, in a weird does, way yeah. because he would got in trouble for having his lemur. Right. Oh yeah. And then he was like, "Well, I was in trouble, so I was like, well, I already know all this other stuff. So if you want, I'll tell you about yeah, this stuff to get himself." He was out of the trouble. first domino. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, he's going to get everyone in trouble because he started the. Yeah. informants yeah. and like it's like it's in and and after this documentary came out like it, like the the fbi the are gonna be like forced yeah. to look into this again right it's all out there now yeah, yeah. Uh, tim stark is the guy's name tim, tim stark, stark yeah. yeah and he he was funny because he's like you gotta keep your enemies close right and it's <laughs> like okay so him and jeff are partners for this new zoo this beautiful new zoo and they already hate each other and it's not even built yet mm-hmm. what yeah i wonder how jeff the immediately starts trying to screw him over by like not paying for anything and yeah, like not absurd. not doing anything now i want to talk about one more quick little fun fact okay this is my favorite fact about the show so mm-hmm. Very interesting. You guys remember the whole scene where Joe, uh, his 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 horrible his alligators get burned. Oh to yeah, death. that whole arson thing. Oh my god! And we don't know who did it, but although there it was like, clearly Joe. I mean, there's literally a scene of him filmed with his lawyer <laughs> being like, "Hey, hey, Joe, wouldn't Joe it be weird filmed. if like your a gator shack burnt down?" Where the lawyer <laughs> That'd be interesting, right? The lawyer says he was like he he was like, "Oh, all of this." Um, 
all like all their footage is in that studio and joe was like yep and the lawyer goes do they have any backups of it and joe was like no and the lawyer goes do you see what i'm saying joe and joe <laughs> goes i do i do and i was like and it's oh like the next day God, it burns the ground obviously and do you know oh, what the craziest thing about all this is what those alligators came from michael jackson michael J- they were michael jackson's alligators <laughs> Damn. okay <laughs> we're burnt to a crisp and that's the craziest part of the whole thing oh man i think so no no not even well, close hey i mean you talked about free <sighs> willy there's a michael jackson song right and now it's we got michael connected. jackson's alligators yeah wait 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 a minute it's all connected. i feel a horrible here. for for rick the guy the the documentary guy rick kirkham yeah because he had all this great footage just burned yeah to the ground i i mean yeah. i think he, he sort of came off as a little sleazy to me too no, he was sleazy he was, yeah. a, he was a little like, i mean because he's a reality tv producer yeah right right but so like, like i mean that doesn't make him evil you know no and no. That, that's I, I know about losing footage i know a thing or two about losing yeah, footage. I know. We, we've all experienced the oh. deep depths of horror when a, a clip of footage cannot be found and that's just one clip imagine like your life's work yeah it's been like years oh. of your life trying to make this like wild wild thing and I think joe had the footage you think Joe has it? I don't it? think he burned it. I think he kept it somewhere. No, he burned it, dude. That's evidence against him. I think he burned it. I think I he could have kept it. I, I, I think, think so? he burned it. Yeah. I think he burned it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if he didn't, the then is, they the would thing, have it now. The, the difference is, that, like, this was the thing that they talk about, is that Joe can make more footage where he's not incriminating himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if he, where, like, if he keeps, like, he doesn't need to keep that footage. So yeah. I think he just burned it all. Oh, what was on that footage? What was on that footage? It was probably just, like, it, it was probably just Joe, like, violating animal rights and not realizing it yeah like wow. the, he talked about how i think rick t- talked about how that he has footage of like people without veterinarians license performing stuff and mm-hmm. and probably just the way that they were fed and the way they were treated and other stuff i mean we oh, saw the, the way they're fed oh the walmart truck the walmart oh, truck the, like expired meats and shit and then like, the yeah. people who would work there would be like yeah i would just kind of comb through and you know pick out what was good for me and, and then like, they opened a pizza oh, restaurant yep. where it was meat oh. from the expired thing and all of this crazy stuff, and we didn't even talk about the dude who went to jail for dismembering some guy for ratting <laughs> him out for because he was smuggling drugs inside of snakes. Yeah, like I forgot that about that crazy. guy. That dude was like a small bit. He was yeah, only in like the <laughs> tail end of episode four. Documentary or about know, his life, but yeah. in this documentary, it's like I don't, I barely, I don't. If I'm being honest, I don't really remember that. Yeah, <laughs> he was like kind of, he was like the span, the yeah, yeah the, like the he Cuban accent, yeah, yeah, Cuban guy, yeah, yeah. I barely wow. even remember that part. Oh my god. Anyway, you know, we hope that this uh whole thing has been keeping you guys occupied during these trying times. Yeah, it was definitely a f- I don't want to say fun. Like I feel like a lot of people who watched it like had like a really fun time with the craziness, which yeah. don't get me wrong, I saw it Tiger is, and or- a tiger saw a man. But, but this docuseries for me mostly bummed me out. As Actually, I do, loves I do want Jack to know it is that is not Joe singing. It's not. It is for a fact. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not- this was the fact that you were going to Yeah, say. me and Bobby yeah. like found the actual people who sang it. It's the, uh, the Clinton Johnson band. And I reached out to them because I wanted to get an interview with them but you didn't. on the show, but they didn't respond. They didn't seem like they maybe were the most tech savvy people because yeah. they just had like a couple songs in a Reverb Nation page <laughs> and like uh. could not be found anywhere else. But if you listen the to their songs, it's it, very clearly the guy who it's sings. It's the guy. I saw Joe. So Joe doesn't sing. Supposedly, no. from what I've heard, Joe like sings very quietly on those tracks and it's mixed so low that you can't really hear it he also but doesn't write the songs which yeah. i'm sure is not that surprising well he probably wrote here kitty kitty mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, no, he definitely held. had something. He to do has with some that. involvement for sure. But he, I was, I remember just like when those songs were happening. Like, there's no way this guy can be singing. How can you have this buttery smooth of a voice? But there's Alan the old well, the mountain tiger. I was, and then he sings in the car that. along to his music, and he's like, and you're like, ooh. I mean, let's be real. The song slaps. It's probably the best thing to come out of it. Yeah. So, I, I, I get it stuck in my head all the time. Lay down, down your guns. <laughs> and oh my God, uh, the, way, the way the music video is edited too, just from an editor's perspective, is so it's funny. Got young, healthy, thin John in yeah. it. Yeah. And also, there's just like so. Oh my serious serious wiling out right now. No. No, easy. But then there's just like the the way the Bobby music video is edited where there's all these like really like insanely fast yeah. cuts of just like a tire cub like rolling yeah. over or whatever just <laughs> out of nowhere. I told like, Brent it's the Bohemian Rhapsody of music videos. Yeah, it could so just poorly like, chopped up. Yeah, just the, oh, the, the editing. Yeah. It's just like so many fast cuts that make no sense. Not the Bohemian Rhapsody music video, but the movie itself. Yeah, no. the movie itself. There's bad this, editing. True. That's a bad example because that's a great music video. It's a good music video, mm. but the movie is trash. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there's like a like oh. a one second cut of like Joe on like an unnecessarily stormy background on top of a car. Well, yeah, I mean he keeps going to that, but he'll be like playing Ashon Tanger and then randomly it'll just be like a half frame of like a tire <laughs> cub like flopping over and then back to him on the car. I'm yeah. Like and with no like beat cut or anything. I'm like, what why did you uh, cut that there? I find myself wanting to take notes yeah, this, like this, these cuts are bad. <laughs> this is exactly what you don't want when you got five tigers, folks. <laughs> wow yeah it, well it was a wild ride uh, it was a wild ride you know what mm. jeff Lowe is just a bald little limp <laughs> dick man who, who has to pay everyone to have sex with him the fact that he stuffed cubs in suitcases and brought them up to hotel rooms and the fact that he's not in jail yeah that's messed up oh my god the ending the ending uh just to wrap up how scummy jeff Lowe is mm-hmm. he got his 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 mistress wife well she was the other woman <gasps> in his marriage and now yeah. is like his wife mm-hmm. she's pregnant mm-hmm. um and he's picking out and a, he's like picking a nanny out, like a nanny that he like a hot nanny that he's obviously going to try to sleep with yeah, yeah. and he's like He's like, oh, she... She needs to look good if I gotta see her all the time. Yeah, he's like, if she's gonna live with us, you might as well like looking at her. Mm-hmm. Messed up. Yeah, he like said something where he was like, she gets to pick the crib and I pick the nanny or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that. It's, it's like, hi, it's so funny. weird, but then at the same time, like, she seemed pretty involved and like, they're yeah, weird. she seems like okay so, like, with him sleeping with a bunch of other people. Yeah, so like, I don't know, like the whole situation is bizarre to me. I, I don't not understand it but that's why we're all talking about it right <laughs> yeah well you know no one requested this episode we felt like it was necessary and uh yeah. thank you for, for listening thank you for watching the show because it's worth it it's mm. so worth it I'm yeah so and uh guys stay tuned because we got a we got a fun episode coming up i'm gonna do an episode on nibiru yeah yeah which yeah, is yeah. like the, an end time situation that'll be yeah, fun that'll be a fun one to talk about and um we've got a lot of more other fun episodes so while you're seeing tiger that sees a man also go see our patreon <laughs> where you could uh for as little as a buck a month get a bunch of extra bonus episodes we actually put out one the other day of our discussion of our star wars rankings everything besides sky uh rise of skywalker yeah it was a little public episode yeah 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 so if you were if you were into that at all definitely go check 
check out that Patreon. Only one buckaroo gets you all that spicy bonus content. Yep. And don't, one don't, buck? That's it? One buckaroo, you buy baby. a tiger cub for that. Yeah, I know. Oh, a tiger cub is like 5K. Oh. Yeah. My dude. Oh, yeah, because Joe's in jail now, so yeah, you, you can't can, get him You can get 5,000 bonus episodes for that much. Price a baby tiger. Wow. So, yeah. So, That's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, I mean, hey, listen, maybe if you if you want, we'll you trade us a little baby tiger and we'll give you 5,000 bonus episodes. I don't know. Well, email us listen, at brainboggledpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Brainboggledpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Or check out our Instagram uh, at brainboggled mm-hmm. or Twitter at yep. brainboggledpod. Mm. Um, and we have a website, brainboggledpodcast.com. Yes. Slash mm. store or shop? Shop. shop. Slash shop to uh, get some epic merch. We saw merch. <laughs> and, and you bought it. <laughs> and and also, on a shout out to Eva for our awesome fan art because that yes, was so oh, super yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 I don't know if you guys saw that on the Instagram, but if you didn't, go check it out. She made us some really dope. Ev- oh, beauty. <laughs> Maybe I'll give her a shout out at the top of the next step because uh, I should have done it earlier. Yeah, but. Our first ever fan art. Yes, yes. it's really cool. She got cool. my shoes right. It's, yes. Oh, she got the shoes right? It's, it's amazing. She it's, got my little like orthopedic glove that i have on when i work upstairs in the uh, office oh, where we ship do. stuff i think the you must have been wearing it in the picture that she references yeah no yeah, definitely it definitely yeah. was i like didn't realize we we're going to be taking pictures and yeah. i'm still wearing it so I it to yeah. all my family members mm. and my family was like wow it's so cool. it's so good everyone it's, was like jack you're famous yeah, yeah. it's um, pretty dope she's a very talented artist and uh Thanks she listens that. to the pod too which is uh, amazing because we've got some references in the, the fan yeah. There's art. a lot of cool references, so thank you for listening and being a fan and making fan art. That's like really dope. That's and so uh, thank cool. you to all the people who've been emailing us recently. I'm actually uh, starting to do some research for one of the topics that yeah. was suggested to us from an Ooh, email. Which so, one is that, Brent? Oh, they're just gonna have to stay tuned and find out. We're not an email back from them. I think unless they did email back, I didn't see. Um, I. I I don't know. I, I emailed back a couple days ago, but you know, cliffhangers. Yeah, you know who you are. Email us back. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think it's about time for us to sign off. We're all tigered out. Yep. No. I'm so tigered. Yeah. I'm so tigered. Oh, I am tigered. I have to, I'm freaking me and my friends are doing a Dark Souls three uh, oh, race. Nice. Today. And I am going home to play the Final Fantasy seven remake. And I've been downloading all day uh, yes. waiting for me. And I'm staying here to edit a video. Oh, nice. I know, Bobbert. I'm so sorry. Yay. Yeah. I'm right, so guys, sorry. Thank it's you guys okay. for listening. Yes. We love Bye. you. Love Bye. you guys. And a tiger show, man. man.